Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to the 39th ever episode of Any Ideas, the podcast about coming up with a podcast, and the first ever episode of Kreitzmantopia, the podcast that doesn't just wish for a better world, it plans for one. Uh, I'm Mitch Kreitzman alongside my co-host, Jordan Kreitzman. Uh, Jordan, for the audience out there that doesn't know, uh, you just had uh, another birthday this uh, this past Sunday, another circle around the sun, yep. the, uh, the proverbial big four zero. <laughs> it's a milestone, certainly. Oh, you're being generous to me, Mitch. I think I hit that a number of years ago. But <laughs> now, Jordan, um, be- because I'm not one for for physical gifts, uh, meaning I didn't feel like getting you one. Um, I said to you, Jordan, whatever you want to do for the podcast this week. We'll do it. I said it could be something that we have planned for a pilot. It could be something I threw on cutting room floor. That was one of your ideas. It could be something we haven't even discussed before. Uh, be something I really no one's ever thought of, Mitch. <laughs> I I gave you basically any option in the world, and uh, you chose this one. <laughs> you want to want to talk about that at all? Well. Uh, sure. So, yeah, when you gave me that platform, I became almost comatose with options. <laughs> and, uh, my immediate thought was, hey, let's, uh, let's bring back favorite earthquakes, but I, I decided, nah. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I am glad you chose this over favorite earthquakes. Yeah, I almost texted favorite earthquakes to you, but, but I went with this, Mitch, because, uh, I, I feel like it's needed. Because uh, everyone's down yeah. in the dumps. I, I want to just spend however long we do this today, 30 to 45 minutes of just kind of world building. Just, hey, what kind of world do we want to live in? And we just build it. That's all. Yeah, that's fair. That's all this um, is. Yeah, so for, for people out there who may not remember this idea, don't blame you. Um, <laughs> basically, the idea is that if Jordan and I got to basically start fresh and create a new society... What would make what would make up that society? That's that's basically the whole thing. Now, because Jordan was the one that wanted to do it, I said, "Hey, you go ahead and take the lead on this one. I'll just kind of hang back." <laughs> um, now, of course, I assumed that meant that he was going to be bringing something to the table today. Um, that is not the case. <laughs> Um, Jordan hate to hate to call you out in front of everybody, uh, but Mitch, Mitch, here I'm we not, are. I'm not scared. Uh, I feel like um, our podcast does its best work when everything's done organically in the moment. So, <laughs> or well, it turns Jordan, out horribly. I I, could, I, I don't know. I, let's go ahead and let's get started with this, Jordan. Where do you uh, where do you want to take this? Well, first, what I want to start off with is so. Oh, by the way, was this um, was this a cutting room floor idea or was this a focus group? How about? I honestly couldn't remember. How about we look through my notes and find out? Couldn't have been that long. Let's roll through the archives. Let's see. Oh, it's longer ago than I thought. Well, Um, just note that if it's not on there, it simply does not exist. (laughs) Is this a is this a Camino reference? (laughs) I could say perhaps the archives are incomplete, but that just wouldn't compute. Boy, I'm have, I'm having to go much further back than I remembered. Uh, yeah, when see. was this? I mean, I, guess... I no, no, no. You know what? I just saw the notes from the episode where you gave the idea for uh, the coronavirus podcast. So I think I went too far. <laughs> um, 
I feel like this podcast was not in the before well, times. Actually, am I wrong on that? Hold on. I mean, we don't have to spend much more time on this, but I could actually probably identify identify this maybe based on other ideas I have because I have mine kind of grouped up. Um, let's see. Yeah, this is um great start <laughs> you know this what question i asked oh if, wait if they, so mitch this is the same one where i brought up aesop's anecdotes who's the oh, best person in human history hot oh, disney moms <laughs> just found it okay. uh that was episode 21 and let's see what did we call this one uh, there's number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, number six. You know what it looks like? Uh, I think we actually did call this one a pilot. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> Why was it not on your pilot list? <laughs> unless I'm reading my notes wrong? I doubt it, though. We'll have to go back um, and listen. Oh, you know what? Never mind. I put it on cutting room floor. Oh. <laughs> I had to, I read that wrong. Uh, yeah, this was wow, a cutting room floor idea. So uh, completely wrong. <laughs> at least you at least you took advantage of your of your birthday gift on something that we threw out the window. <laughs> That's a good point. I would have been really actually quite disappointed if this was going to be piloted anyway. <laughs> <laughs> good news, we're doing something we would have eventually done regardless. Okay, Mitch. So the fun part about this podcast, though, is uh, there's no rules, and uh, well, uh, okay, there are no now, rules, but I want to first establish some rules. <laughs> yeah. So what our what our society have rules? I, I hope so. Well, yes, we make the rules. But my first first question to you, Mitch, is: Are we gods? In, in other words, can we actually just go and start by creating a new universe entirely? Yeah. So I guess I guess that's the question: Are we? Are we God or are we like the mayor of a town? Oh, it's definitely closer to God in my mind. Okay. I feel so like we're we're, we're not talking rules. like a new town. We're talking like new earth. Yeah, a complete new utopia, Mitch. So let's just yeah, start okay. with that. So you and no, I, I I agree with that. You yeah. and I generate a new universe. <laughs> so not even just a new earth, all of it. Yeah, it, it's it, it's all new. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we kind of just decided this one's no good. It's, it's like a, trash. <laughs> so it's it's the Big Bang, but um, the Big Bang, let's say, spurred uh, another timeline, and sure. we are in an in an alternate dimension where you and I, um, you know, are, are rulers of of the land and can basically just create matter, destroy matter at will, completely. <laughs> Just kind of foregoing the laws of physics, but let's just sure. let's just say we do this, okay? Okay, yeah. So let's let's start with that. I mean, what type of planet do we want to live on? I mean, obviously, it's got to be very similar to Earth. <laughs> so my understanding is that the chemical makeup of Earth as it exists is such an anomaly that if we even moved any of those numbers in the slightest. <laughs> They just wouldn't happen. Am I understanding that correctly? I, <laughs> uh, you're not far off from my understanding. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't, um, I don't suggest we change things or decide to make um, silicon oh, so, life forms instead of carbon-based life forms. Now, I this think, is a good, this is a good question. Do you and I, creating this universe, have knowledge of everything 
up until this point in this universe? Like, yes. are we able to learn from the mistakes of Earth, in other words? I think so. We're in a unique situation in this alternate timeline where it's almost like everything up to this point is a big dream we had and we wake up and we're we're the the sentient rulers. Cool. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm fully down. So yeah. So okay. So we're gonna stick to carbon based life forms here because that's just easiest to understand. And right. so far, that's the only uh, proven form of life. Now, so <laughs> let's say regardless of where it is, it's fully habitable the way we know that to be now. Do we want to keep it as the third planet from the sun? Do we still want the same number of planets in the solar system? Do we want to change the names of any of the planets? Do we want to change well, the name of our own planet? These, Mitch, these are all great questions. I vote immediately that we change the name of our planet. <laughs> yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm fully on board great. as well. Um, now we need Earth to brainstorm. is like Earth's boring. It's yeah. boring for sure. Some people just call it world. <laughs> What is that? Yeah. What <laughs> what even is that? You just call it the world? The, the world. What a closed the off Earth. viewpoint. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm thinking something like the Thunderdome. Or, or, yeah. All right. <laughs> so our new Earth is called the Thunderdome. Yeah, let's just go with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm fully on board for that. Jordan, yeah. do you want to make it part of this premise that as soon as we say an idea, that's just what it is? <laughs> yeah. That'll make things go by a lot quicker, I think. <laughs> All right, so our new planet is called the Thunderdome. Yeah. I'm going to say uh, it's the fifth planet from the sun. You it want... swaps with Jupiter. So you want it to be very cold then? No, no, no. The habitability of it is the same regardless of where it's placed okay, in this so hypothetical this, the sun, scenario. This particular sun is more intense. So we are the fifth planet from the sun. It's equally habitable as it was before. The only difference now is that we're ju we just happen to be the fifth planet from the sun. Okay. So okay. we're past the asteroid belt. Um, uh, Jupiter is now closer to Earth, which could potentially affect Jupiter if we wanted to. And Mitch, I would um, like to rename Jupiter Big Boy. <laughs> yeah, Jupiter is Big Boy for sure. Um Saturn is ring baby. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um Uranus is just anus now. We're just <laughs> we're just getting rid of any Pluto's goofy. Um, Pluto's <laughs> goofy now for sure. Um Venus is Mars and Mars is Venus. Yep. Yep. Um and Mercury Mercury is um Well boy, what what is Mercury? Mercury's Rocky Balboa because it's a very rocky planet. <laughs> all right, I'll 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 go with it. <laughs> Is that all of them? I think it's all of them. Mitch, I know we just oh. said. Oh, go ahead. We forgot about Neptune. What plant? What are we going to call Neptune now? Um, uh, probably another god, right? Um, um, <laughs> I was going to say one of the gods. The first thing that came to my mind was hepatitis. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, now <laughs> Neptune is hepatitis. Neptune's hepatitis. Yeah, so. that's the the old Greek god <laughs> hepatitis. So let's run it down. We got Rocky. Mars. Yeah, so let's go. Let's go in the order. Oh, wait. that the planets will be. So is everything the same except we've just swapped Jupiter or sorry, Big Boy and the Thunderdome? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those <laughs> of everything else is the same for the order of the okay, planets. So there's Rocky, Mars. Yeah, there's Rocky Balboa. There's Mars. There's, there's Big, Big Boy. Boy. Then there's, there's Venus. Venus. 
Then there's the Thunderdome. Then there's the Thunderdome. Then there's Ring Baby. <laughs> then there's Ring Baby. Then, then there's, there's anus. Hepatitis. Oh, oh yeah, no, anus. anus. Then Hepatitis. Then Hepatitis. Then Goofy. Then Goofy. <laughs> yep, I'm on board with that. Yep, this is already a way better universe. <laughs> okay. Now, do the asteroids, or do the comets, meteors, whatever it was, kill the dinosaurs? Oh, okay. Well, no, I, I suppose I skipped a few things we're here. We're skipping a few um, things, yeah. I mean. what, what are we kind of expecting for the terrain, the climate of our planet? Um, do we want it, like, all to just be warm? That's what I'm thinking. This is where we, we really have a chance to make things great. Because, I mean, a lot of the a lot of the climate and weather of a lot of the, the Thunderdome, or, sorry, not our Thunderdome, the Earth, bliss. Yes. <laughs> E- a lot of it sucks. <laughs> e- Earth. <laughs> yeah, no, it, most of Earth's climate is bad, and it's only getting worse yeah. <laughs> from so what I mean, I'm able to see. What do we, yeah, what do we think's the best climate right now? I mean, you and I both like the Northwest. We just make I everything do. the Northwest. <laughs> uh, a, a nice temperate weather that's yeah. like not too rainy, but temperate, where it never really gets colder than 40. Never really gets warmer than like seventy five. Oh, that, that's San Francisco. San Francisco falls right in there, and it it doesn't rain that often. Keep it nice and temperate. Uh, lots of oceans for sure. So um, many oceans, Mitch. Yeah, but I say I say we keep the oceans shallow. That way, anything spooky that wants to live in the ocean's got to be right there on the surface. Yeah, and they got to be pretty small too, or super long and flat, which is. <laughs> Kind of terrifying. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's not great okay. either. So we're talking um, like six inches of water. <laughs> I meant more like five feet. Oh, but. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got lots of oceans. They're all shallow. I, I'm thinking a lot of mountains too. A lot um, of mountains. Love looking at mountains. Love hiking. So we got we got to have a lot of mountains there. Yeah. And Mitch, um, swimming pools. They're ne- they form naturally on this planet. <laughs> Yeah, swimming pools don't have to be man-made anymore. Um, pools and hot tubs just kind of form. Yeah, the chemicals um, are all very natural in the hot tub. It just kind of, it's like a hot spring. Got hot springs. Yeah, that sounds great. I'm, I'm definitely on board for that. Now, we have a pretty good grip on what the planet consists of. Okay, so, so now it, we get so it, now we get to the question of how uh, the life on the Thunderdome evolves. Right. So this is a good question, right? Because, okay, so scientifically, if everything's very similar to Earth, except we've got essentially just a bunch of San Francisco's everywhere with giant swimming pools, um, we could still probably assume generally things would evolve the same way. However, we are the gods of this... (laughs) Of this universe, we can make yes. things evolve in any way we want to. So, I mean, what do we think is, here? I mean, is there a is there a way we can change the vegetation so that humans are kind of just more evolved from day one by changing the vegetation? Yeah, like we could make it so that plants grow meat, so that we don't have to kill ah, animals anymore. It's plants just grow full rotisserie chickens <laughs> right for the plucking. We have plants that full that grow full rotisserie chickens, plants that grow uh, double cheeseburgers, um, yeah, plants grow. that grow cheese quesadillas, frozen custard, um, 
a frozen custard plant. All right. Okay, so, so Mitch, we're forming basically a Willy Wonka's chocolate factory, if you will, <laughs> in a sense. But so, and the climate is perfect for this type of vegetation. So right. it can grow year round. We can plant as much of it as we need to to mm-hmm. feed everybody. Yeah. This way, humans never have to resort to killing animals for food. Hunting in the animal kingdom no longer exists, and animals can ah. coexist peacefully. Yeah, and then they actually evolve as well, and then we get kind of a BoJack Horseman scenario. <laughs> we are already well on our way. <laughs> this is great. Um, so I think we're in agreement then that perhaps the meteors do not kill the dinosaurs. Yeah, you know, I think we can really just say in, in our universe, um, maybe perhaps you and I just being the gracious gods that we are, we just generate a giant force field <laughs> around the Thunderdome. Because, I mean, it is a dome now. And we call it that because we are basically, we deflect any incoming space debris. So Now, does that also prevent outgoing travel? Unfortunately, yes. So we do not have a space program. That's the one one negative. (laughs) You're sure that we don't want to do any kind of big boy discovery later on in our in our utopia? Well, Mitch, okay, I'll tell you what. We construct a little bit of a door through through the Thunderdome. Sure, so so like a Death Star door, except we know we're able to open and close it. Outgoing spacecraft can essentially kind of formulate their orbit going in through that outdoor. Sure. Okay. Um, oh, and, it seals and right through back the outdoor, up. of course. Yes, of um, course. The the best Led Zeppelin album. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's perfect. Um, I also think in our universe, uh, dinosaurs should be people-sized. Yeah, everything's just essentially people-sized. Um, and if we don't like the thought of some insects being people-sized, um, we kill them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because no, as soon as i said that i don't want to see a big grass yeah i don't know if i side. want everything to be people sized yeah. let's say everything but bugs and rodents are people sized those things are still their original size yeah. actually you know what <laughs> our universe just doesn't have bugs yeah what let's just say we don't need them that you're yeah you're we don't right. we and don't need bugs and then other, here. other animals are anthropomorphic so they yes basically just walk talk look like humans just with dog faces or whatever yeah for sure um so that is one negative of our utopia i think ultimately for the greater good it makes the most sense but pet ownership no longer exists Um, yeah there's there's no yeah there's no living ownership of of any kind yeah right um so i mean we're in great shape so far um as far as i'm concerned um do we develop countries in any way, or is it sort of one global governorship? Well, let, let's, yeah, let's think about this for a second, because, um, okay, so we, so everything evolves very quickly because we have the perfect climate that creates vegetation that just basically makes any meal you want. And let me <laughs> tell you this, um... In our universe, Earth is also bigger to support the fact that all of these beings are now human-sized, because that's necessary. Um, And in addition to that, um, 
things are just going really well. <laughs> I mean, they're all everyone's just friends, and there's nothing to worry about. Yeah, and I don't, so I don't expect it to last forever, but you know, we've basically, you know, because so we'll we'll say that you know we we created the first life on Earth or on the in the Thunderdome. I'll say oh, right. So, another another thing here: if the dinosaurs never die, we never get fossil fuels. So that's a huge plus. Oh yeah, so we have to rely immediately on uh, electrical and, and solar. But um, if you think if we have all of these beings with human quality brain power, we're gonna get there a lot quicker. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to think so. There might be some solar issues with us having a giant dome, <laughs> around, yeah, around the Thunder yeah. Dome. But I mean, we'll figure it out. I mean, maybe we made a really windy planet, so. All yes. sorts of windmills. True. <laughs> generating electricity. Right? We are relying off of wind power, which yeah. is fine by me. And that requires more sturdy architecture, which I think we all agree is probably sorely needed. <laughs> so, yes. So that all that's just fine. Now, from a from a from a standpoint of who how are people governed, what do we think about the idea of us making ourselves aware to the people that we created everything. Oh yeah, Mitch, that that is my full intention um almost right off the bat. So we <laughs> So sure. right, so we create the first life and then we kind of spur things along in our own way and kind of help the creatures out and they evolve pretty quickly. And now, now you can't help too much or they won't evolve at all, right? Cuz I mean, if they don't have right. to change anything. But let's just say it's a good path for them. We make it clear to them very early on that hey, we rule you. <laughs> we, <laughs> you know, yeah, we're, we're happy right. to be friends here, but, um, you know, we, you do have to do as, as we say, uh, <laughs> and everything good in your life is a direct result from us. Yeah. Right. So for sure. I, I think we say that pretty early on, Mitch. We are, we are indeed spiteful and vengeful gods, <laughs> but I think, I think from the perspective of a human who suddenly gets to be a God, that's to be expected. Yeah. You, just you can't even fathom the power right so to your original original question about countries i think this is where it gets interesting so we i think you and i set forth a goal to be the most culturally diverse (laughs) and equal thunderdome in all the land right so we sure we basically split the countries up and let each different type of creature rule it (laughs) okay now that doesn't mean dogs live only dogs live here only cows live here right for sure Um, a dog rules this area but we make sure the population numbers are exact everywhere (laughs) right and (laughs) no one can complain that way here's what i'm gonna say same number of countries as we currently have except now they all get an equal amount of land. Yeah. I don't like that China and America are, are so big. They don't need they don't need all that. It, yeah, no. <laughs> so now every so country gets an equal amount of land. Um and I think that's going to be very beneficial. Yes. It yeah, now it so I'm aware we're we're forming a very socialistic um society. Do I think there's some concerns there? Potentially. <laughs> now, here's the thing with that. I feel like the argument against it is always, well, sure, in an ideal world, but it's not It's not realistic. Guess what, Jordan? We're making an ideal world. Oh, yeah. No, I, I do agree with that. I, <laughs> we are making an ideal world, so a lot of this should work. But I do fear that 
you know, Melvin the Frog has the exact same everything as everyone else. Does Melvin the Frog want to distinguish himself? <laughs> Is he competitive at all, Mitch? Now, do we see any uh, any creed superiority um, happening here? So basically what I'm getting at is like, are there frog supremacists out there who think you, frogs are better than every other species and need to uh, cause violence and, and hate to prove it? Well, Mitch, I, yeah, I think exactly this. This is going to be inevitable. And I think the humans are the one that they... That um that do this because um you know you and I show up to the Thunderdome every now and again and just kind of walk around, <laughs> see what's sure. going on. Um, we are humans. The humans are going to see this and be like, oh, we look like the gods. Now, what if, in order to try and prevent that, we just sort of every time we go down to Earth, sort of make ourselves look like a different species. <laughs> Mitch, and then, if, like, if they ask what we are, we just kind of, like, skirt by the question. We, um, Mitch, you and I uh, form the beings of uh, a body meld of every single living species. <laughs> I would rather we didn't. <laughs> that sounds, Sorry, that uh, sounds very there's bad. There's no take-backs on this episode. Yeah, so. that's fair, I guess. So we are um, uh, an amorphous blob of frogs, <laughs> humans, cows. And, and yet somehow they still support us. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, have, I have the unfortunate feeling that they grow to hate us because we're not quite like anybody. <laughs> well, that's a very good point. Um, all right, so we've got all these countries, each country led by a different species. Um, yes, with an exact We've got vegetation that yeah. grows fully cooked food yep just um, new york strips ripe for the plucking we have naturally growing swimming pools and hot tubs in a temperate climate mm -hmm. so when it's cooler you use the hot tub when it's warmer you use the pool all these pools too are at a nice like 80 85 degrees yeah so get out still, of here with the cold pools still cool enough to be a pool and not a hot tub but definitely in a comfortable range <laughs> Yeah, no, it's everything's comfortable. Everything's going great so far, Mitch. I mean, but this is early on in our Thunderdome history. Yes, um, absolutely. You know, so so we got countries. How do those countries get broken up, right? Because the question is, do we let the people govern from there? Um, I think what I think know. what we do is we have each species pick their representatives. Meaning the person that they feel perfectly exemplifies their species is the person that they're designating to, to, to be a leader. Not that everyone's going to be under that person, but that's the person that they think is best fit to be a leader. Within each then, country, you're saying? Correct. Okay. Um, then those species leaders come to us with a pitch for where their country should be and why. Yes, um, and it needs to be a 20-minute PowerPoint presentation. Right, and it's... It needs, <laughs> and we gotta move they quick, do, so 20 minutes... They treat it like Shark Tank, which would be an issue because they don't necessarily know what that is. So we'll just say like, oh, just like treat yeah. it like Shark Tank. Well, plus and they that'll won't, offend they won't sharks. Get it. <laughs> well, <laughs> right. We didn't discuss that part. Are there gonna be countries within the oceans that the water species live in? I kind of... 
Well, if, I mean, if they all have the oceans human are human brains. There's got to be a governance of some kind. Well, so all the oceans are six inches of water, right? So that's true. We really, can't go back on that. <laughs> there, <laughs> there are um, sea creatures, but they just walk on land. So there's just okay. He's got an anthropomorphic shark walking around, and cool. he doesn't take too kindly to the thought of a shark tank because it's yeah. a negative connotation. So we got to stop talking like that. <laughs> So then, like, we call it Dragon's Den, which is the the British version. And in our universe, are dragons real? Oh, at least Komodo dragons. I think real dragons should be real. Oh, sure. (laughs) I think in our universe, any mythical creature should be real and anthropomorphic. I'm talking yetis. I'm talking dragons. I'm talking chupacabras. uh, I'm talking the Mothman. All of them. Okay. Um, yeah, Bigfoot's basically, what's his face, right? Um, Sasquatch. Yeti. Yeah, Sasquatch, Bigfoot. Yeti's, Yeti's kind of a cold I don't know, because, yeah, they live in the the, the Himalayas. Um, Yeti's kind of like the Coors Light version of Bigfoot. Yeah, if, Bigfoot, <laughs> if Bigfoot's Budweiser, Yeti is Coors. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think Agreed. so. Yeah. So, okay, so wait, so per country... Like, uh, so if a cow runs Uganda, I don't know if sure. it doesn't have to be called Uganda, but they can um, call it whatever they want. Yeah. It could, they could call it Muganda. That, oh, that worked out perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's actually, I think, a stipulation of ours is that we give them what the, the we country give them name the should be. existing country names, and they have to, it, part of the pitch is making it a pun yeah, based have, on the name have of their to species. Pun it up. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And you need to bring the pun in slide one, or I'm, or you've lost me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely. Yeah. So um, okay, so if if a cow runs Muganda, yes, does a cow then nominate other cows to represent the individual municipalities? Is that what we're saying? Yes, each country is run by one species. Now the the, the okay, species, yeah. the rest of the species that aren't in power can live wherever. Okay. Like all the cows don't have to live in the cow country, but the the cow country is all run by cows. Well, right. Well, we we have right. We have equal percentages of every living species in every country. Right, and so, then each each species will determine you know how they want to how they want to lead things, and then it'll ultimately be up to the the rest of the population to decide what's best for them. Well, Mitch, so I see an issue here. So if we, we've designated the populations equally, if a frog wants to be a leader one day, but he is in a, a cow-driven state, um, I mean, what's, are we, we going to mess with the, uh, the population stats here? Or are we? <laughs> well, no, he then gains citizenship in the frog country. Right, but that messes. But now there are too many frogs in the frog country. <laughs> I don't think every country needs equal population. Ultimately, we start them all off on equal footing, and then ultimately, and then if more people, okay. if, if ultimately more people want to live in a certain country because they run things better, then great. Now okay. we're not talking about imperialism like what happened on Earth. Gross. <laughs> um, we're talking about. People want to move there because it's a better place to live. And then we reward it, that country, for being a better place to live by giving them more land to fit everybody. Okay. 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 I, I, I see the structure now, I think. So... Now, let's, let's talk education. Um, 
do we want to do we want to determine with these governances how they are, educate people or are we going to let them are are we going to tell them a certain way to do that? Mitch, I think there needs to be a, a world standard of education and knowledge. I would Otherwise, agree. everyone's going to have their own biased version of history. <laughs> How the yes, gods actually look like point. cows. I don't care if they're they're a blend of everyone. I can tell they look like cows, and then that's what all the people in the cow country are thinking. Um, it's true. We we're gonna have to write all the textbooks ourselves. So that's gonna yes. be a significant effort. <laughs> yeah. So basically, as soon as as soon as we've you know created everything, and we have to start on education, it's gonna take a while to write these books. Yeah. I mean. When you think about just all the different things you can learn and knowledge that exists out of there, it's going to take us, I mean, <laughs> a long time, a thousand years. To... And do we do we come with omniscience in this scenario? Like, do we just know everything? Um, For the sake of the argument, I'm going to say we don't. Because, <laughs> like, how are we going to write, like, a, a music textbook? Well, So we only know what we came from this earth with. So, so we're only, they're only going to be as highly educated as we are. Yeah, so they're screwed off the bat. So, but what we do have the capability for is to pause time in the Thunderdome. Okay. Uh, or even the universe entirely. So we just kind of pause the universe for about a thousand years, get all the textbooks written. <laughs> now, are we able to travel back to Earth? Yes. <laughs> okay. And where we're so normal that's gonna people. going to help a lot. And we cannot tell anyone about this. <laughs> Yeah, no, we we kind of just go back and forth. No one's no, no no one's any the wiser. We'll be committed if we tell anyone. So no, we bop back and forth. Mitch, we can time jump. Um, Excellent. Uh, well, okay, I think we can time jump in the universe where we're gods, but not not in the universe where Earth exists. Sure. So every time so we jump really back, really, then <laughs> the only textbook we would have to write is the history books because that's going to be different. Well, we would have probably have to rewrite the science ones too, because science is different now. Um, yeah, we but everything kind else of, should pretty much be the same. Kind of up some, yeah, so we kind of come back to Earth, kind of take the the appropriate reference material, uh, maybe just kind of patch some things together, formulate books. Maybe it doesn't take a thousand years. Now, here's an interesting idea. I think universal language is a must. I don't think we can have everyone speak in different languages. No. Now that said. Do we just right off the bat make English the universal language, or do we come up with an entirely new language and force everyone to learn it? Um, I, you know what, English isn't perfect. Let's make up our own. <laughs> yeah, it's not. That's what I'm saying. I'm <laughs> yeah, fully so on board. That'll take some time to come up with that. I mean, that that's going to be an effort. <laughs> now, here's a question: Do we just quick jump back over to Earth? Um read all the Star Wars extended universe information we can on how to speak Geonosian and just make that our language. <laughs> a lot of a lot of throat noises and clicks. Yeah, I could see us spending like a week tops trying to like really formulate an articulate language on our own. 
but then we will give up and of course uh, gravitate towards the Geonosian language. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that's the the most likely scenario. Okay, um, so we got a bunch of clicks going on. Yeah, in the Thunder a lot of a lot of throat noises and clicks, um, which I think naturally will make some species better at verbal language than others. Because there may just be some species that don't have the throat capability. That's a problem. Yeah, I mean, can a cow click like that? I mean, they have big tongues, so probably. So maybe, yeah. I mean, they're anthropomorphic, so theoretically. I guess if they, I guess in this scenario, they're probably all human enough to make it work. Yeah, let, let's go with it. But some may have a harder time with it than others. And sure. those might be the people that um, are lower class in the society, unfortunately. Now, people will push do we, them down. When it comes to creating this universal education of ours, do we have any subjects that we think should be more required for educating youth than it currently is on Earth. Um, say that one more time. So when we create our universal education system, mm-hmm. do we want to create one that focuses more on certain subjects than Earth currently does? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, let's... Um... Let's spend less time on history and English. <laughs> Fair. It's, well, especially English, because we're not going to be speaking. <laughs> no time on English, as so far we'll as I'm concerned. We'll probably spend many years on the, the fine articulation of the clicking language. Um, it's it's probably a, a very tricky language to learn. Um, but then just a lot of time on science and math, probably. Um, How do we feel about putting a lot of focus onto sports, particularly basketball? Yeah, now, only basketball, actually. <laughs> here's here's why. We could absolutely create some sort of Monstars scenario with Earth where <laughs> we train up the entire Thunderdome to just be really good at basketball. <laughs> take the best five and take them with us on one of our trips to Earth. Then we've got a b-ball team of five anthropomorphic animals ready to challenge... Uh, presumably LeBron James in Space Jam 2. Um, I, I got a I'm bad assuming, feeling. Um, I'm assuming the plot is something like this. Michael Jordan will still beat us somehow. <laughs> Michael Jordan 50-year-old okay. Michael Jordan will still beat us. Now, I, we're definitely in agreement, though, more focus on, on basketball. And no other sports, probably. No, yeah, why not? Yeah. Let's just really, let's just make everyone really keen and good at basketball. Uh, I, I love the idea of an Olympics with different with all the different countries that's just basketball. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I so agree. the Olympics is basically just a worldwide NBA now. Yeah, I mean That sounds great to me. I, no complaints. Yeah, they I mean I guess they still call it the Olympics, but th- this will essentially be again some animals will be at a real disadvantage for this, but <laughs> But um, in general, I like this. But, Mitch, we haven't talked much about what we do, really, when we're on Earth. I think we got to clear this up a little bit more, too. Because okay. I think, I think unfortunately, we're going to have we're gonna have a dark side to us, um, if people haven't already been kind of made aware. Sure. Um, so, I mean, wh- how often do we come down to the Thunderdome? I mean... I don't think we need I don't think we go down to the Thunderdome very often. I think when when we feel intervention is needed, we intervene. Otherwise, 
we more more or less just gaze upon what we've created. If we want to go down and enjoy the Thunderdome, we do so in disguise. Okay, okay. So so you're kind of saying we're kind of like the monoliths in 2001. We we only show up in our true forms when we really need society to evolve. That's exactly But otherwise, right. we just kind of dress up as a pig and a sheep and yeah. just kind of hang out. Yeah, we just kind of hang out in the hot tub. But we use our powers still, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, we do it in secret. But Yeah, and I mean, I think um, we have a nice castle um, where we stay. Um, yeah. Up yeah. at the very top, North Pole. It still feels like San Francisco up there. So. Yeah. No, I'm on board for that. <laughs> yeah, and only um, a private plane can get there. Now, an interesting thing that we haven't touched on a lot, the details of the uh, physical Thunderdome. Do we kind of make it look like, um, do we kind of like put cool screensavers on it? So that the sky is like fun designs at any point in the day. Yeah, it's kind of um, like when, um, what was it, the 90s or something, someone wanted to put a billboard in space. Mitch, we have- is that, Did that really happen? N- did no, someone try? did yeah. someone put it in there. I'm <laughs> saying, did someone want to? Yeah, someone wanted to, for real. Um, we have those all over the sky, so people don't even really actually know there's- <laughs> Sure. A sky. So we have, you know- um, I mean, it's the Thunderdome, right? So we have um, what, Randy, uh, what's his name? Randy? What are you asking me? Randy, Randy Newman? <laughs> that can't be. What's his? What are you, what, what are uh, you asking what, me? <laughs> uh, Bonesaw. Oh, Macho Man Randy Savage. Randy Savage, okay. Macho Man Randy like, Savage. What on earth are you saying? <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage is, I think, kind of front and center on our world flag. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm fully on board for that. And he's got about five billboards that kind of bounce around like uh, the DVD screen. <laughs> oh man! Um, all and across just the world, waiting for it to hit the corner. <laughs> yeah. of co- yes, but there's no absolutely. corner because it's a globe. Yeah. So yes, right. <laughs> it drives people insane, but we love yeah, it for sure. <laughs> now, do we explain to these people who Macho Man Randy Savage is or do we if the, if they ask do we just kind of say like oh like he came to us in a dream and and told us to create this society I think we tell him that he's just kind of our dad <laughs> Yeah okay <laughs> And then we, we lie but we don't create some elaborate lie Yeah and then we kind of impersonate him and puts put a you know a sheep in a headlock <laughs> Yeah for sure You're going nowhere <laughs> Look and people hate us <laughs> We kind of are just the bullies of the world we've created. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt. When you're basically like that kid from the Twilight Zone, you can snap your fingers and uh, make an iguana go to the cornfield. <laughs> That's a great point. Now, do we bring over any media from Earth? Because my my idea is just the first media that exists on the Thunderdome is the Twilight Zone. Yes. No, yeah. That... But we don't tell them that we we kind of tell them where we come from. This is normal life. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, they we pretend that that's what Earth is when they watch it. Yeah, so when we tell them, you see that kid that that snaps his fingers and they go to the cornfield. That's what everyone's like. <laughs> yeah, that's so. that's why we were capable of doing this, and to that's begin why with. I'm doing it now. And then I, <laughs> you know, Jordan. I kind of just realized, um, 
I can't remember if this is uh, Jehovah's Witness or Mormonism, but we've basically just indulged in that religion's fantasy here for a while with the idea of uh, <laughs> when you die, you get you get a planet. <laughs> is, is that really a thing? Yeah, I can't remember if it's Mormonism or Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, and I don't know the the full details of how that works, but I yeah. do know that they say, like, when you die, you get your own planet. I don't really know what they mean by it, but we kind of done it. Well, hopefully it's not like this. <laughs> I got to tell you, things got weird. Yeah, you know, um, when I thought of this podcast at the beginning, I, <laughs> I, I didn't think it would go this way at all. <laughs> I didn't know where it was going to go. I had no expectations, and I was still way thrown off. <laughs> yeah, this is why I don't like planning things. <laughs> well, that was only episode one, Jordan. I guess we'll find out if we continue this. Um, we might. I feel like we haven't fleshed out all the, the things yet. I, I think well, we, we may need a follow-up, at least at some point. We may need a follow-up at some point. <laughs> hey, maybe I'll decide this is what we do for my birthday. We'll find out. <laughs> Um, but until then, uh, a few ways that we need you to, to help us out, uh, you can rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're getting your podcasts, uh, and tell your friends about us. Um, if you also have any friends with, uh, weird God complexes, send them our way. Um, we are at any ideas podcast on Twitter, any ideas on Facebook and the any ideas pod at gmail.com. You can reach us through any of those. Uh, the theme for this week was let's make a better world by Dr. John. Um, Mitch, I don't until think next we week, <laughs> what was that? I don't think we did that. No, I don't think we did either. Yeah, I got sour at the end. <laughs> we certainly made something. Um, but until next week, remember, Rome wasn't built in a day, and Kreitzmantopia wasn't built in one episode. To the cornfield.